When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. One of the year's biggest stories in children's entertainment was when original Blue's Clues host Steve Burns recorded a special message to fans who grew up watching the show on Nickelodeon. I spoke with new host Josh De La Cruz over the summer about carrying on the legacy as Blue's Clues celebrated its 25th anniversary. Hey, I'm Josh De La Cruz, and I'm the host of Blues, Clues, and You on Nickelodeon. What's the latest? I know there's season three coming up and even renewed for four, right? Yeah, this is really, really exciting. We just wrapped season three, and um, we're beginning the early stages of season four as far as just planning. And uh, so this is really, really exciting stuff. I, I am constantly amazed by how high, how much higher the bar gets set after every season. Season three is going to be amazing. Amazing. Uh, there's incredible music. We're introducing some characters. Um, the show is evolving, and uh, I, I, I can't wait for people to finally see that. But season two episodes are, are coming out now, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. How do you tie into Steve and Joe, the original hosts? Are you you're their cousin or something? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I I started in uh, oh geez, what is it now? It's 2021. It's been what a year. Uh, it, I started in I think 2018, uh, and then we aired last year in 2019. So uh, two years ago in 2019, um, I come in. I'm uh, Steve and Joe's cousin. Uh, in the first episode, I'm super, super nervous because I've never played Blue's Clues before, which is so fitting because I've never done this show before. I, I only know it from watching it with my little sister when we were younger. And it was so hugely important in our lives. I can still remember my aunt's pink rug that we sat on while we were watching it in the morning. Um, and so like it's uh, that first episode is essentially just Josh going on the ride in real life of what it is to do be doing the show for the first time. And as uh, as we get more comfortable and as uh, the episodes go on, it's it's it turns into this amazing uh, ride of getting comfortable at home and, and being more and more playful. And, and not to mention that I got to work with Steve Burns and Donovan Patton, who played Steve and Joe in the show. So that was crazy. Um, oh, you got to work with them in the first season? Oh, yeah. It was it was amazing. And Steve, actually, he crashed my um, my audition my my one of my final uh, screen tests i th there were like drapes and everything set up for sound and for lighting and and i knew that there were producers and people behind there i just didn't figure that he would be there and then the director came over and he said hey uh so you know do this this is great this is great and he started to walk away and it's like oh steve do you have any notes and then out from behind the curtain steve emerges and i and i'm like oh steve and then i realized that steve 
and uh, it totally caught me off guard. I was super, super nervous because the guy who created like the job, the role, um, is watching me do the thing uh, that he perfected. And um, as soon as he opened his mouth, it, I automatically felt like I belonged there. I felt I, I felt um, empowered, just like as a kid. Except that he does a lot of voiceover stuff. So the voice that he uses in the show is is uh, it go it's much deeper in real life. I was it's like he carries a, a, a subwoofer in his in his uh, in his chest. Because Pun not intended. So woofer, right? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that that's what happens. Everything becomes a, a dog reference uh, <laughs> after working on the show inadvertently. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I love that story you said about sitting, you know, on the, you can even remember like what color rug carpet it was that you were watching the show. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I remember watching it too, our siblings and stuff growing up. And um, it's just, some of that stuff just burned in your brain, not not just blue with, bow, 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 but, oh, but absolutely. The thing I remember is when they solved the mystery, right? It's like, oh, yeah. We, we just, just figured out blues, clues. Yeah. We just figured out blues, clues. We just figured out blues, clues because we're really smart. Wow. <laughs> Could you give me a little bit of here's the mail? Or is that not even in the new version? So the, here's the mail, thankfully, is is like evergreen. It is still in our show. It is so important. I remember when we were, uh, when I first got the sides, I was at Aladdin uh, on Broadway and the ensemble sits underneath the stage. We, we sit all together. And um, we're like a big family down there. And so whenever somebody's working on sides, somebody will usually help and um, with memorizing. And so I got the sides for Blue's Clues and then I, I, I had my geek out moment. And then I, I, I asked my buddy who had his geek out moment. And um, as it got around that I was reading for this, we all started reminiscing about Blue's Clues and literally somebody said, the mail song. <laughs> and in the middle of the show, and this is happening, like the show is happening during all of this and we're right underneath the stage. Somebody breaks out into the mail time song and uh, literally everyone is singing. And this is like spanning so many different generations. It's, 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 it's so incredible because it, it has, the show has touched so many people. Um, but yes, the mail song is the same. It is untouched. And uh, we, we sing it every show. As cheesy as it sounds, could you give me a <laughs> few bars of it? Because you already just sang that we just figured out Blues Blues. Hit me with a little bit of the mail song really quick. Okay, here we go, here we go. <clears throat> Gotta prepare. <laughs> Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna wail. Mail! <laughs> you nailed it. You're just like the original guy, man. Oh my gosh. High, high praise. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you and I are totally geeking out over a kid's show that we that is burned into our brains, but let's let's pretend maybe some listeners or maybe they're new parents, maybe, um, that never saw it. Remind them the general premise, how it's a mix of live action and animation and, and how you guys are sort of solving mysteries with these clues. Oh, absolutely. For all the new parents out there, for, for anyone that, that doesn't know about Blue's Clues and You, it was the most influential children's television show since Sesame Street, since uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And uh, sidebar, our, one of our co-creators, Angela Santamero, uh, genius, um, she and Fred Rogers worked together on Daniel Tiger, which is one of the, the, the most important um, uh, shows that a, a kid can watch growing up and, 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 and 
um, strengthening and developing their emotional intelligence. Right. Now, spin off of Mr. Rogers. Exactly. Absolutely. And um, Blues Clues and You is so important because we not only have amazing characters, fun games, and it's, it's silly, but everything that we do in the show, it has been vetted through layers and layers of research. Our childhood developmental research team, any, any note that we get on stage, anything that is written in our script and that we say, we go back to the research who have worked with kids and with teachers to make sure that everything that we're presenting is benefiting the kid to the best of its ability. So when you put on a show, not only will you and your kid laugh and have fun, but you can rest assured that everything that is going on is going to be helping, helping your kid and helping them develop into the, the person that they will become. And um, it's, it's so, so exciting. You get to play Blue's Clues. So every show we have to figure out together how what it is blue wants to do or how to help somebody and she gives us three clues and we look for those clues throughout the entire show and once we get all three clues we sit down in our thinking chair and we think and it's not just where i feed the kids the answer i can't do anything without the kids yelling at the tv telling me and helping me what how to solve this clue and so it's just so interactive it's so fun and you know it it was groundbreaking in 1994 and it is just as groundbreaking today in 2021 because there's over 20 years of new research that we put into our show. And it's research, it's love, it's fun. And uh, if you haven't checked out our show, please do. You can stream it on Nickelodeon, on our app on Noggin, on Nick Jr. Um, that we have stuff on YouTube, on social media. It's, it's my favorite job I've ever worked on. And I just love working with these people dearly. Man, let's see, this is how this goes. I had totally for, forgotten something locked away in the recesses of my brain. And when you sit, when you just said, <laughs> when you just said, I sat in my thinking chair and think, my brain went, <laughs> oh my God, think, think. That's it. That's absolutely it. Yes. Right? Because when we when use, we use our minds mind, and take a step at a time, we can do anything. anything. That, that wanna, wanna do. do. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's oh, it. Man. We got it. We got it. Um, all right, cool. So so it's on Nickelodeon um, and, and Noggin and all the things you mentioned. Is it true you're doing a podcast too? Yeah. So, okay. So this is what's amazing about uh, the way that Nickelodeon, the way our show is taking advantage of the many different ways to consume content, right? There, there, there's so many, so social media, YouTube, um, uh, TV streaming. And now- like, how can we help parents in this time right now? They're having to do wear so many hats at the same time, work, teach, play. Um, how can we help them take the day down, help, help them and their kids relax, and then hopefully relax into a nice sleep so that they can get the energy that they need, that everyone can get the energy that they need to have a take the day, to seize the day uh, the next day. And so we have done... Uh, these bedtime stories with Blue. And you can listen to these podcasts on, on whichever, um, wherever you get your podcasts. And we essentially go through a story. Blue and I have story time until Blue's asleep and hopefully your kid's asleep at home as well. 
I freaking love it. I mean, I mean, you have to have something in every medium now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Um, I know you're born in, in Dubai, but um, when did you when did you come to the States? And, you know, how did you make your way to freaking Nickelodeon? <laughs> Gosh, you know, it's 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 so it's so crazy because so my parents are from the Philippines. Um, they met in the Middle East and um that's where my older sister and I were born. And, you know, usually when I say like, oh, I was born in Dubai, people are like, oh, you were born in Dubai. I'm like, it was a very different Dubai when I was born. My parents went there. Uh, they went back for a, a, um, a reunion, like a work friends reunion, uh, maybe eight years ago. And I asked them, oh, how was it? Uh, and they're like, oh, it's so different. I was like, did you see the, the, where our apartment used to be? And I remember growing up, we left there when I was two. I remember like I didn't see grass until I got to the States. That's, that's how, that's like what my memory is. And I'm sure it, there was some grass, but I just remember a lot of sand um, and a lot of like, a, like earth tones. And my parents, when I asked them about our apartment, she's like, oh no, there's just like, there's a skyscraper there now. And I remember thinking, wow, it's so crazy how fast things change. But my, right, right. my family and I, we, we immigrated uh, to New York um, where my mom's hospital that she just recently retired from last year uh, was sponsoring her and sponsoring, sponsoring us. So we lived in Yonkers for a, uh, for a good, I, th- I want to say like four years, my, uh, long enough that my, my older sister developed this amazing Yonkers accent. And, and there's some really, really cute videos of, um, of her speaking and it's just so different from the way that she speaks now because she's lived most of her life in New Jersey. Uh, we've lived most of our lives in New Jersey. So we moved from there to New Jersey where we were like maybe one of the small handful of, of Asian families there. Um, but it was such a welcoming uh, uh, town that we were able to thrive. And, and um, that's kind of where I found theater. I had no aspirations of becoming an actor really. Uh, I watched a lot of TV and I think my mom jinxed it because she was like, yeah, you're, you watch so much TV, you should just become an actor. And um, I told her, I was like, ah, I'm going to be a lawyer and that, that maybe I'll play a lawyer in uh, one day. Right. Um, but my older sister was in high school and she was like, you're coming to the high school next year, you're auditioning for the musical. And I said, okay, yeah, sure. And I got into the musical and it was great. I met friends still no aspirations on becoming an actor. And then until I got a scholarship to go to Papermill Playhouse, uh, they have, it's a regional theater in New Jersey. It's in Milburn, New Jersey. It's an amazing theater. Um, if you have a chance to go, go. It's incredible. You know, once this is all over, I, I cannot wait to sit in the theater and, um, and share the experience uh, with people again, because it, it's such a different, different experience than going to a movie or even sitting at home uh, uh, watching a, a show. Um, and so after that, that's when I realized, oh, who are all these crazy kids that know that this is what they want to do for the rest of their lives. And I went home and this was, I was turning, I was becoming a senior in high school. So this is the summer before my senior year when people are pretty much decided on what they're doing. Right. And, uh, I go to my mom and she's like, what's wrong? Are you okay? She, Cause I'm like, really like thoughtful. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, um, uh, trying to decide. And I said, I think I want to be an actor. And she goes, Oh, um, and 
you know, I was so lucky because they were incredibly supportive. They were terrified as every parent should be, um, but they were incredibly supportive. I was so lucky. And uh, um, more so than that, they, they asked questions. They asked for help, um, which is something that I need to remember to do, you know, whenever I feel overwhelmed or whenever I have a question. Um, and they asked my teachers, they talked to my teachers and they said, uh, you know, Josh is, is a really, really smart kid. He's really, really talented. And if there were ever a time to do it, it's today. Uh, it's now. Um, and thankfully, that's what, that's what happened. I went to Montclair State University in New Jersey. I went to a state school where I met my wife. Um, and uh, we, we've been together ever since. And I was working in theater and I was with Aladdin on Broadway for um, five years. And, and, the then, King, and the King and I too, right? Oh, and the King and I. So my first job, but the first job I ever had uh, was out of college. I was fortunate enough to get my union card uh, through that show. And I did The King and I with Lou Diamond Phillips and um, Rachel Bay Jones in, in Kansas City, Missouri at the Starlight Theater. And that was when I, when I realized like, oh, dang, uh, this is real. This is not like a joke. And not, it's not that it was ever a joke, but I, I had to pinch myself because I was able to work with watch uh, Lou and Rachel work and, and seeing them work together, that was like, oh yeah, this is what I wanna do. Um, so I was able to do The King and I, and from there I, I met the, the Asian theater community, which was so important in finding my identity, figuring out who I am as an actor. Because when I graduated from college, all I ever wanted to be was ethnically ambiguous, which is problematic, especially when I was going into auditions thinking to myself, okay, just don't look Asian, don't look Asian, don't look Asian. Um, you know, trying to fit into a box that is, uh, that was not made for me. And so like, as an actor, you're supposed to be open and you're supposed to be honest and you're supposed to be vulnerable. How are you supposed to do that if you're, if you're not being honest with yourself? And so I was so fortunate to come into that Asian theater community and be so supported and feel so, so, uh, uh, empowered to be myself that when I unlocked that it was like I unlocked a superpower and things just started to unfold for me and that's when Here Lies Love happened uh, at the public theater the, the David Byrne musical that was um, about the Imelda Marcos regime uh, in the Philippines and then from there it was Aladdin and from there Blues Clues and You like I got that audition from my agent and um, I, I never clocked it I never clocked it in a million years, A, because the show is so, is so important to me um, and it's huge. And uh, I didn't think that I would ever be like related to the show in any capacity. And then to do so as a Filipino American, that, that is something that is so, I'm so honored that I get to share in that history. And, and not only that, share in that diversity, the, the diversity of the show um, where I, I'll get, texts from friends of friends or I'll get messages saying hey my kid pointed at the screen and said he looks like me and that is so important because I never I never uh felt that as a kid not in a way that I had um that I had identified with you know just to be me be myself and then to be able to celebrate my my heritage um in season two the world met my lola which is my grandmother uh 
And, you know, it's so incredible that now I, that word is, is coming into the, lex the American lexicon. The same way when I grew up, I knew that Nana meant grandmother uh, for an Italian family. Um, and it's, it's, so, it's so important, this, the diversity and, and the visibility is so important, especially today. And I'm just so fortunate that even in the midst of all of this craziness and all of this uh, violence that we are at a point where we don't feel like we have to blend in, that we can be ourselves. And, uh, you know, I'm just so, so proud and I'm so honored to be a part of this show and, and, and build on this tradition. Well, thank you so much for being so open and sharing that such a personal story of your 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 own personal you know journey of discovery of who you are. I, I mean, I guess we could say you just figured out you you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. That's exactly it. You know, I and, and I, I laugh all the time because you know I easily get overwhelmed, um, and I find that if I just use the advice that I I I I if I practice what I preach and I take a step at a time. I can do anything that I want to do. You know, just use your mind, take a step at a time and then pause. If I just take a pause, everything will work out. And you know, this show has been a gift in so many ways. Awesome. Well, uh, well everyone check out Blues Clues and you on Nickelodeon. Um, but before we run, um, give me a plug. You, you, you said that you're, you're on Cameo now too during the yes. pandemic. Maybe another way people can check you out during quarantine. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, you can find everything about me on Cameo. Uh, if you visit my Instagram, it's it's Josh. It's at it's Josh Dela Cruz. And I'm on Cameo there. Um, I would love to connect with you and, and send you a personalized greeting. All of the proceeds go to will go to a different charity every month so this is something where we can help each other and help um you know bring some bring some bring some cheer and uh bring some aid to uh people and organizations that are in need uh to help more people so this is you know like i hope to uh to hear from you and to see you and i and i, I hope to be able to be a part of your special day uh in any way so um check me out at it's josh de la cruz on instagram Awesome. Well, we appreciate you taking the time out and making ours a special day. We appreciate it. Good luck with all the filming. It's a great show, and I'm glad that you're carrying on the legacy. Thank you so much, Jason. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.